It is Election Day, and it is Election Day across the country, the end of the election season. Uh, Chatting with uh, one of my buddies who uh, is the big talk guy in in Phoenix, and you've heard him uh, on many, many times here, Uh, James T. wanted me to know, (laughs) wanted me to know that uh, Katie Hobbs, who is the Secretary of State out there and is the Democrat nominee for governor claimed that she's, quote, actively involved in her day job as secretary of state. In the last six months, she's been in her office uh, 19 days out of six months. Not not that active, I suppose. But worse than that, she says, of course, she can oversee the election that she's competing in. I mean, it just gets nuttier and nuttier every time you turn around. We've got some very, very, very competitive races, and and having been up now since about 5 o'clock this morning, chatting with friends around America, trying to get their insight, everybody wants to know what's happening in Virginia. We've got the 2nd, we've got the 10th, which are being watched closely, but the, the one that's being watched closer than any is the 7th District where Abigail Spamberger is uh, facing off against Yesley Vega. It's a newly drawn district. I'm happy to say that uh, Yesley is uh, joining us. Yesley, thanks for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. I am uh, thrilled to chat with you. I'm curious to know, as you're traveling around the 7th, you're talking with people, uh, how is the turnout and what are they saying? Turnout is fantastic. I apologize for the way my voice sounds. We've been having back-to-back rallies leading up to Election Day, and I've been up since 4 a.m. talking to voters who are fired up, ready to flip the 7th and take back the House, Jeff. Uh, what, what are you hearing, especially in Prince William County? Do these folks, your neighbors in Prince William County, where the 7th is now really based, do they even know who Abigail Spamberger is? They don't, and redistricting is very interesting here in the 7th because 70% of this district is new to my opponent who has been running as an incumbent. She does not live in the 7th. She lives in Henrico County, which is 55 miles to the closest point of the 7th district. I live in Prince William County, which makes up the largest county uh, here in the 7th district. I'm raising my family here. I serve on the Board of County Supervisors here, and I'm also a deputy sheriff here. So folks know that when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to deliver, and they really don't know who my opponent is, but I've made sure that they are aware of her horrific voting record and why she must not get another two years. You know, it's funny, uh, Yesley, uh, those of us here in Central Virginia, sadly, uh, around our area, we know exactly who Abigail Spamberger is, and uh, we're not going to be sad to see her go. (laughs) I know that the feeling is mutual. Again, she is somebody that will say and do whatever when it's election season, yet she has a voting record of voting with Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi 100% of the time. I don't know about you, but that doesn't scream moderate to me in any way, shape, and form. (laughs) And so folks are very aware uh, that we're in the condition that we're in right now, record high inflation, uh, crime through the roof, the cost of living, the cost of virtually everything is up, and it is all because of Abigail Spamberger supporting Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi's policies. And tonight, Jeff, we are changing course. We're taking our country back and we're going to get to work on behalf of the voters of the 7th District and the American people. I'll tell you what, Yesley, I am excited. I am stoked. I sit here, as you know, as an ex-cop. You're a deputy sheriff. I, I, I want 
more law enforcement in Congress. I, I'm I'm I, I'm thrilled that there are a handful of lawyers still there, but by God, I, I want uh, police officers and deputy sheriffs there to clean the place up. I hear you, and I'm excited uh, to bring, uh, you know, the experience. I've been on the front lines. I know what it's like, and I know that as a member of law enforcement, one of the biggest frustrations is you have uh, folks passing legislation when they have no idea how this is going to impact the way we do our jobs and negatively impact our communities. And a result of that, again, is the uptick in crime that we've seen here in the 7th District and across our nation. You know, you talk about crime, Yesley. That's something that I think is vitally important. Uh, It was completely and totally ignored by uh, Abigail Spamberger as Richmond was burning about two years ago. She She was totally on board with this, oh, yeah, they're mostly peaceful protest nonsense. Right. And if you recall uh, the last election that she barely, barely made it out of, uh, she said that she didn't want to hear any chatter anymore about, you know, uh, defunding the police or socialism. Not because that was the right thing to say, Jeff, but she said because it almost cost me my seat. She's been silent when the brave men and women of law enforcement were demonized, when they were physically and verbally assaulted. And now that it's election time, she wants to act like she's been there for law enforcement. We're not going to allow her to get away with it. Folks see exactly who she is, and they're tired of her lies. And that is why in a few hours when the polls close, we are going to win and bring this home for the voters of the 7th District. Yesley, before I uh, let you get back to uh, chatting with uh, the folks up there, perhaps your your new constituents, uh, let me ask you about your connection to the military, because this, of course, is very near and dear to you, and there may be some people who mm-hmm. are not aware of it. Right. My uh, husband, Renee, is an Army veteran. We were stationed in South Korea for two years and then in Fort Bragg, North Carolina. But what I want to share with you is, is that it really puts things in perspective on how truly blessed we are to live in the greatest country in the history of the world. Uh, living in South Korea under constant threats from the communist north and seeing missile activate, uh, missile interceptors activates really puts things in perspective as to why we fight uh, to preserve these freedoms and why we must honor the memories of those who literally paid the ultimate sacrifice so that we can preserve America for all that we know her to be. So I encourage your listeners to get out there and vote. Polls close at 7 p.m. If you already voted, take 10 friends, drive them to the polls. This is the year that we take our country back and rewrite this ship, Jeff. God bless you, Yesley. Listen, I uh, uh, like Abigail Spamberger, I can't vote for you because I don't live in the district. But, you know, if I did... Uh, you would have my vote, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I think the world of what you're doing, I, I have uh, kept you in, uh, in my prayers since uh, you won the nomination. I personally think you're going to be an amazing member of Congress, and um, I'm, I'm just excited for you, and, and I'm happy for the people of that district. Well, thank you so much for the prayers and for your kind words. Uh, I know that we have an army of prayer warriors that have been lifting us up, and that is why we're standing strong today, and that is why uh, God is going to deliver victory tonight. So thank you. I appreciate the time that you've given me, and I appreciate your support tremendously. Thank you so much. That is Yesley Vega, and uh, she is running for the 7th District. I wanted to get her in to uh, give us a sense of how things are going in that district. She said the turnout is heavy. She's chatting with, uh, with a lot of people. And i got to be perfectly blunt with you. Here's the issue for 99% of Americans. The economy. It may pain you to acknowledge that it was James Carville 
and Bill Clinton so many years ago, who pointed out it's the economy, stupid. They knew it. You can have all of the political ideas that you want. You can have a lot of stuff swirling around your head. Oh, my God, I'm in favor of this. I'm against that. This is. But when push comes to shove and you go to that grocery store and you got to make some, some tough choices that, frankly, two years ago you didn't have to make. Did you ever think, honest to goodness, did you ever think that you would be standing in the grocery store You'd be at the uh, the meat section. And what are the general choices? There's normally beef, pork, and chicken. Chicken has always been kind of the, the least expensive thing. Did you ever think you'd be standing in one of, in front of one of those freezer cases or set of shelves, looking at the chicken and thinking to yourself, you know, I don't think we can afford the chicken this week. I grew up poor. Just flat out. We, technically speaking, would have been described as lower middle class. But I know exactly what it is like to look at beef of any sort as special occasion meat. Really, something really exciting. My dad loved steaks. Loved steaks. Favorite meal. Steak or spaghetti and meatballs. That was it. He could have eaten that every single day and been just, just happy as all get out. We couldn't have steak all that often. It was a treat. So I get that. We had a lot of chicken at our house. A lot of chicken. I never thought, ever, that I would live to see a time where people would have to look at the chicken and go, I don't know if we can afford that. I truly never thought that moms and dads would would look at lunches they're making for their kids like I make every morning for my kids. Every morning I make the lunch because I love making lunches get up early and I got my bread and Joe's got his particular types of rolls and Julia's got this. But there are moms and dads right now who are going to make lunches, have been making lunches, take the lunch meat out. I don't care what you bought, whether it's salami or turkey or ham or bologna. I, I don't care. Whatever it is, it's sliced. And there are moms and dads right now who are, who are doing math and saying to themselves, can't put three slices of meat on it now. We can only put two slices of meat. And we can't put two slices of cheese. We can only afford to put one slice. That's the reality right now. And so you can talk about all the other stuff. But that's what real people are dealing with today. How much peanut butter is going on that sandwich? Well, it used to be six spreads of the knife. Well, now we're cutting back to four. That's what's going on. That's what this election is about. 445, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA.